0: Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Toughland Terry podcast. I am currently recording this in my casa in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, as we are set to kick off body image bootcamp for this year, and I'm so excited. Uh, I've spent the last few days swimming, eating guacamole, enjoying some time with my friend and partner in crime, Beth, and just having an amazing overall time before our boot campers come and we spend the rest of the month. In empowering people to learn more about body image. But for more details on Body Image Bootcamp, you can check that out on my website at terryhoffer.com and click on retreats and look for Body Image Bootcamp. But what I'm really excited about today is to introduce you to my friend Kira. Kira is one of the coolest people that I've ever met. She is an amazing model and she has the energy of, I don't know, like, She has so much beautiful energy, it's gorgeous, and I just love freaking working with her. So the reason why I wanted to bring her on the podcast, though, was because she is a plus model who is working hard to create change in the industry, and yeah, I just think y'all need to meet her. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am super jazzed because I am here with my friend and amazing muse, Kira, and she is from Florida and awesome, but I'm going to let her self-describe herself to you uh, in this moment. Welcome. Hi, um,
1: I'm a fat model. I'm a fat positive model. Um, I'm very loud, very outgoing. I love being naked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, like most people I've had on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: love being naked. I love uh, sharing my body love and helping other people discover theirs too.
0: Beautiful. Well, when you and I first met, it was uh, at the workshop I was hosting in Boston. I can't remember if you reached out to me uh, and you saw I was doing it. you're like, I will literally come from Florida to Boston. I was like, I hey, think that's you want... what I did. Yeah. yeah and um... I was like, if you want to, I mean, you don't have to, but you were like, I am there. And so um, and that was when I first got to see you in action and the magic that is you. And it was hot as hell. <laughs> I was like, do you remember how hot it was? It's yes awesome. there. i yeah. felt
1: very bad for for the girls because like there were cooler areas and hotter areas and so i know that <laughs> the other people modeling were like sweating and i was like oh gosh
0: yeah she was the toasty one so t- take me through a little bit of your journey into becoming a model like was that something you always liked as a kid were you always kind of a performer as a child um or is this something that was relatively recent for you uh I definitely didn't always want
1: to be a model. Uh but I would say that I kept to myself a lot as a kid. Surprisingly, uh I was I was really quiet and shy when I was younger. I grew up with all brothers and um my older brother abandoned me a lot to go hang out with his friends. <laughs> so I would like hang out at my swing set um in Virginia and like sing songs to myself, my mom says, and like just like do weird stuff alone um so which is really funny because I hate being alone now so I'm like (laughs) of like little me um but I was a performer like even I did dance class I loved performing I wanted to be like a famous actress or singer when I was a kid I remember like first I wanted to be a figure skater I wanted to be like Nancy Kerrigan and then I wanted to like be a a famous singer and then I wanted to be like a fashion designer I always wanted to be someone famous I don't know why I wanted to be famous when I was little but I did um and uh no modeling was definitely never on the scope for that and um you know I've always been the fat kid growing up so I never thought that I could be a model because there were no fat models when I was younger there wasn't even really fat actresses unless it was like the butt of a joke mm-hmm. the only like fat positive role model actress wise that i remember are monique and um queen latifah those Mm -hmm. were the only two people that i i remember seeing like in movies and tv shows and stuff and and being positive characters and like not being the butt of fat jokes and stuff like that and like
0: in those movies like weight wasn't even a central topic i find Uh, That's something I found with, like, watching, um, like, usually Black produced or, like, things like that. Like, that's, like, yeah, yeah, it's not, it never comes up in conversation in those types of movies. Whereas when it's, like, white characters that are bigger or directed, it's, like, the only storyline you're allowed as a fat actress or, like, even plus size is that everything has to revolve around how much you hate yourself and how much you're trying to change yourself.
1: Yeah, there's there's not. I mean, even now, it's still hard to change that narrative, and there's not a lot like they'll still touch on it. But yeah, I I just want to see fat people being normal people like we are. Yeah, that's what's so hard. But yeah, so I, um, I was. <sighs> introverted a lot when I was younger and then I just kind of when I came into my own I would say was kind of in like middle school and high school when I met like the theater and the chorus kids and I was like oh these are like weird people like me they're like outgoing and like not afraid to like just sing and be out there and I literally found my voice in middle school I didn't think I was a very good singer and I Um, had an amazing chorus teacher in middle school, Mrs. Bile, and she, you know, gave me solos and gave me the chance to shine, and yeah, I love her. I don't know what she's doing now, Um, but I, uh, you know, just went on into high school. I was a theater kid, and I just found my people, but it was really funny, because when I wasn't around my people, I was, everybody thought I was shy, I didn't talk in any of my other classes. If I didn't have my friends in my classes, I was super quiet. Nobody had any idea I was a person. like I <laughs> just was like, I just want to be small and I don't want anybody to see me because I was the fat kid. I didn't want to bring attention to myself yeah. because I did want to be made fun of. So I was just quiet. But where I felt comfortable, I was very loud. But that was the true me and obviously... <laughs> I am no longer quiet <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am the true me everywhere uh, every once in a while I'll be quiet but usually just like again when I just don't want to be uh, seen or perceived <laughs> usually which, just when I'm a woman alone in public because I just like don't want people to bother me but which is uh, fair. yeah which is fair uh, but uh, yeah so I started modeling about six or seven years ago now and I um the before that I would say a few years before that so about 10 years ago maybe now I did a boudoir photo shoot for a an ex-boyfriend and it, it was a Groupon
0: (laughs) but it was um... don't hate her photographers (laughs)
1: no no no. it was an amazing photographer though that's what's so funny like it was a groupon but like it was an amazing photographer um i've worked with her multiple times at this point her name is maya and she her her photography used to be called sexy beautiful me but she recently changed so i cannot remember the name but i will get (laughs) to what she is now um but i i actually ran into her in vegas which is really fun um but anyway so uh, i did a photo shoot with her for next boyfriend the photos were beautiful and i was like oh my gosh like i'm fat but i can still look amazing and beautiful and sexy and like this is crazy like that's me like i i was just appalled and I was just like i cannot believe this is me um but the the boyfriend that I had at the time did you know they were for him I didn't show anybody I showed maybe like one or two friends but um then we broke up and when we <laughs> broke up them on Facebook and I was like look at these sexy ass pictures of me <laughs> Uh, all my friends were like oh my gosh and when I worked with Maya she even told me like you're so photogenic um this like you did such a great job and I just thought that that was a thing that you know everybody says and a lot of my friends said the same thing and I was like yeah yeah whatever you're just trying to say I'm pretty without like saying I'm pretty weird um but, <laughs> but turns out being photogenic is a real thing yeah. and I'm actually pretty photogenic uh there are terrible pictures of me out there a lot of them uh but <laughs>
0: Uh, i think that comes that comes with the territory you know what i mean like you put yourself in so many experiences there's gonna be some as somebody that takes a lot of self-portraits not all of them are good (laughs) no i i hate a lot of my
1: strongly dislike a lot of my photos even still but it's almost always my face my body Mm -hmm. i never dislike. I've never disliked my body in photos um, really that much. It's usually just my face because sometimes my facial features, like it's like, you know, the wrong side of my face. I have like a good side and a bad side or- They're both um,
0: good sides, you nut. They are
1: both good sides. It's just, I'm not used to one side. I don't know what it is. You're like there's-
0: Zoolander, you only turn one direction.
1: Yeah, there's some pictures I'll just be like, that looks weird. But like, I'll, I'll look at it a few months later and be like, no, it doesn't. So it's- Yeah, so what's happening
0: is, this is what's happening is that you get used to seeing yourself one way all the time in the mirror right or in photographs because we tend to opt for our comfortable way of standing or whatever and so your brain's like cool this is what I look like and then all of a sudden you're like shown the other side and your brain's like oh no 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 that is not the eyebrows are in a different place like cheekbones in a different place I don't recognize this person this is not you and so you get a little bit of stress which we very quickly turn into "Ah, I don't like the way That photo. But it's really just your brain being in a little asshole. So it's just like, but that's like when you look at it more and more on the one side, you'll get comfortable with it. And it's like that, that's just what it looks like.
1: Yeah, people uh when we were shooting it in uh Phoenix, people kept being like, Do you have a good side and a bad side? And I'd be like, Yes, but I always forget, which I think is good that I always forget because (laughs) then I just do both sides. Um, so yeah, so I did that shoot, and then uh, a few years later. Um, I don't know which happened first if Maya asked me to shoot with her again or if I did this other thing first I think I did this other thing first so there's a local photographer here in Melbourne Florida where I live her name is Lauren Laveria um, she and her husband oh, own, yeah she and her husband own Nick and Lauren photography they're amazing wedding photographers but she also does boudoir sometimes Um, and but she started excuse me doing all kinds of things in conceptual photography but she also uh, did um some a blog called the flower project so she basically would ask people some deep questions and would write a blog about them and basically an inter it was kind of like a photo interview actually the more that i think about it um and uh but she would email the questions afterwards but during the shoot she would just pose people nude in the woods and put flowers on them um to cover the bits and um she would post them on this blog and she wanted it to be very you know body positive um you know talking about getting to know people and not just the image and talking about deep things and stuff like that but she was getting a lot of flack because it was on a volunteer basis Hmm. so she getting mostly thin white models um and yes I'm a white person but I am fat and so one of my friends that knew both of us was like Kira I feel like you would just get naked in the woods uh for pictures <laughs> and I was like yeah I would uh so I contacted Lauren and I was like hey I'll do this and I had never done anything like this before which is so crazy for me to say now because like there's probably thousands of nude pictures. you've been naked <laughs> in lots of places <laughs> a lot um but yeah there had never been anything out there um of me like this and I was I was smaller than I am now I would say um but I wasn't as confident as I am now which Mm. is funny in hindsight but um yeah so I was I was super nervous and we literally met five minutes before the shoot she was like we're gonna go in this backyard Uh and shoot and like there was literally like cars driving by like they couldn't because there was woods but we could see them so it was funny um but it was it was pretty quick and she walked me through all the poses I didn't have to think or anything and she was just like "This amazing this beautiful she'd put flowers on me and there was a few photos that really showed my belly and I was like I've never liked my belly before you know very very typical stuff that we have grown to be programmed to not like our squishy parts and i really didn't like my belly i have an apron belly it wasn't as much of an apron back then uh but i still had a tummy and i really didn't like it but she took some photos of it that i really really liked and it was amazing how just seeing some photos that put it i don't want to say in a good light but just showed it in In a a different
0: a different different context yeah yeah
1: yeah and really helped me love my belly. And so when I saw them, I was super excited. I was very nervous for her to, her to post them because I was like, again, there's nothing like this out there on me. I do have regular muggle jobs. So I was like, well, this <laughs> is my jobs. So I don't know. Uh, but I was like, I don't care. You know, like I want to do this and I want her to get other people for this blog. And I think this will show enough diversity that she'll get more diverse people and um that's what happened so it that post really blew up a lot of people were like oh my gosh thank you and it only got like one negative comment it was immediately deleted so it was I was like worried that it was going to get troll crazy and stuff like that but it it didn't and it was it was an amazing experience and after that I booked her to shoot a few more times and I started networking I started shooting with a lot of photographers and I should have said no. <laughs> but when you when you're just learning like practice makes perfect so I shot with a lot of um people that I would loosely call photographers now we'll say that um, so
0: let's let's talk about that for a second because there are a lot of people that like especially now that people are becoming more confident who they are and they want to try modeling especially people that previously have existed on the fringes of what is acceptable they want to be that for people so they are reaching out to photographers are being approached by other photographers. So what kind of like looking back now, were there any red flags or is there something you would do differently now to vet photographers? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. What would you, what would you do for that? Um, so I definitely learned
1: how to vet photographers after like a little bit of doing that. I would look at their portfolios. Now I definitely am, am pretty strict. Um, with that uh but starting out you know I would say be a little lenient because the practice makes perfect even if you don't like the photos at first you're practicing posing you're practicing networking you're practicing working with someone but um I'm not talking negatively about photographers in a way to be like they weren't good I just mean that they weren't like it was a lot of what we call guys with cameras in the industry
0: yeah so it
1: was some people that basically would shoot in order to get women naked or close to it. And yeah, it was in a vulnerable place. So a way, a good way to navigate that is to look at people's portfolios. If they do not have a portfolio, like they don't have an Instagram or anywhere that they can show you their work, no. Um, Ask if you can bring someone to the shoot. Um, A lot of photographers say no partners or boyfriends, which I definitely understand that because I've met some models in my years in the industry that have some very jealous partners that cannot come to shoots, which, you know, they shouldn't be with people like that, but that's here mm-hmm. nor there. Um, but they can get in the way. But you should be able to bring someone to the shoot uh, to be a chaperone, be there, help you feel comfortable, help you feel safe. If a photographer ever says you cannot bring anybody to the shoot, like it has to be me and you, that is it. That is a huge red flag. That's a safety concern, and I would not shoot with them. I don't care if they're like an award-winning photographer. I would never shoot with someone if they said no to me bringing someone. Um, now, I do. I personally do not bring people to shoots a lot anymore. I'm a very, I shoot with mostly people I already know. Um, but if I did shoot with someone new, I most likely would um, at least tell them I'm bringing someone to see what they say.
0: Yeah. Um, And from the photographer, the photographer perspective, because I have the rule of like no partners allowed, but I say, yeah, your partner is more than welcome to come for like the hair and makeup application part. Um, And they're able to sit around the building, but not like in the shooting space. Um, So they they can have the presence of somebody there. So if you're a photographer and you're like, yeah, I don't really like having the partner there, you can still let the person feel safe by just saying like, I totally get it. I also explain why I don't like partners there because people are more self-conscious if their partner is watching them or even a friend or even a friend is watching them. Like, so because they have to live up to what that person sees them as. And so they can't let go, but just let them know to have that person in the vicinity is good. And at any point you can stop, you know, the shoot or whatever, and just really reiterate the safety and autonomy of the model. Well, it helps a lot.
1: Yeah, sometimes it can it can have the opposite effect. I definitely agree. I I don't usually bring people to shoot, but I've also had people present while I'm shooting. It doesn't it doesn't affect me personally, but some people it definitely could affect. And so
0: I, and I think like like when you have like for example when you booked those shoots with those photographers that you were like, nah like not again, not because of their work, but beca- like did you have the feeling? You know, the feeling in the gut that like ah, you know, that women tend to get sometimes? At first
1: I didn't because I didn't realize like how how many predatory people there are out there. Um, But as I realized it, I was like, oh, okay. Because like you can see, you can tell by even looking at their portfolios. In Florida, there's a lot of like bikini shooters is what I call them, like bikini (laughs) guys. And they just shoot women in bikinis. They literally pay women to pay them to shoot them in bikinis. I don't know why. I don't know what they do with these photos. Question mark. With those photos. Um. I mean, I know what they do with these photos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't shoot with anybody like that. But the good thing about being fat is those kinds of people don't want to shoot me, and it's great because like they kind of cancel themselves out, um, which is awesome. But it does. Uh, it was very disheartening at first because mm-hmm. I, I would go to what are called group shoots. So mm-hmm. Facebook groups were my everything for networking. I would join all of these Facebook groups for networking for what's called trade shoots. So that's where basically I model And I'm trading my modeling for your photos and your editing and and your, and so that's, they were called TFP or trade for print shoots. So um, I would go to these group shoots that people would organize and set up. And sometimes there would be a theme. There would usually be outside and it would just be like a, a lot of photographers, a lot of models just kind of wandering around. But I was almost always the only fat person or one of very few fat people and I ended up shooting either with the same one or two photographers or nobody, and I cried so much. It sucked. It. I just felt like, you know, I, I'm not a good model. I'm not gonna make it. I'm short. I'm fat. I'm, like, everything that these people don't want in this, and, like, again, <laughs> looking in hindsight, I'm, like, these aren't even photographers that I'm working with here like a lot of those people weren't professionals a lot of them were just people that had cameras which anybody that has a camera and shoots pictures can be a photographer I I'm not the type of person to be like oh you don't make money doing this you're not a photographer or like I'm the same with models like did you model for a photo you are a model that is how I feel you don't have to be paid for it you don't have to get gigs like you are a model in my eyes if you have been in front of a camera and posed for a photo the end Um, I'm not, I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't like that stuff. Um, But I, it was, it was really rough starting, but then I realized that I was most comfortable not wearing clothes. (laughs) Uh, Big surprise there. And (laughs) not really. Uh, So I, I, I was more awkward in photos where I tried to wear clothes, but when I was in bathing suits or lingerie or nude, I just Felt a lot more comfortable. My body kind of did a lot of the work because I do have like such a Rubenesque body that it's just, it is art. Like that, the end, which everybody's body is art. And I think that's what more people need to learn about themselves. And when my friends tell me I'm not comfortable shooting photos or shooting naked, how do you get comfortable being naked or being in photos? I tell them find something that makes you feel good um clothing accessory whatever wear that stare at yourself in the mirror for like five minutes it's going to be hard but do it and then as you get more comfortable if you're wearing clothes take the item of clothing off find like something more sexy ish like you know short shorts and like a little top or lingerie or something and then slowly work down to naked and and then get to taking photos of yourself and like even if it's just taking one photo like look at it and study yourself and I always offer to help them take photos if they want help because a lot of times it's just posing people don't know what to do they don't know how to pose so I always offer to my friends like hey I can help you pose I can I can come over and shoot some pictures of you on my phone and help you do some poses and it's just like we talked about before seeing yourself in a different light people realize that and everybody always asks me, Kira, how are you so confident? I'm not a confident person. I just don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the quote, your quote. Oh my God, I'm not confident. I just don't care. (laughs) I just stopped
1: caring. Like it's, it's one of those things. It's like the most common compliment that I get is I love your confidence. Mm -hmm. And I always try and tell people if I get the opportunity, like I (laughs) know. I'm not confident I tell people like, like, I'm actually really, really anxious all the time. (laughs) And I think everyone hates me like 90% of the time, but that's just my brain and I'm working on it. But um, no, I'm not a confident person. I just like stopped caring because I was being a fat person. You are constantly bombarded with all these messages that like, you're not good enough. Your body's not good enough. And then we're told by society and judged by society like, I used to be afraid to eat in public because people would be like judging me for what I ate, but you know what? I don't care anymore. I just stopped caring. And like, I guess it's feigning confidence. I don't know. Cause again, I I
0: don't. I think what people see when they see you like modeling or like putting your photos on the internet. Cause I get the same compliment a lot. uh, Like, Oh, your confidence. So number one, I'm like, would you say that to somebody that wasn't in my body? probably not as much right so there's that there's that piece to it which i'm like i get that it's supposed to be a compliment however that's not what it translates to but the second thing is is that they see you doing a thing that they don't think that they could do themselves yeah right or tell themselves that they can't do that's why i always tell people like it's not like confidence isn't a thing like it's not a noun it's a verb like i do things confidently You know what I mean? Instead of just like, oh, now I have confidence. Now I'll take my clothes off in front of the camera. It's like, no, I was shit scared through that whole photo shoot. But like, but the purpose of it is much more important than the fear that I have, or the passion for it is much more prevalent than the fear I have. Does that make sense? Um, Yeah. And I think that's what people maybe are registering as confidence is like, oh no, you're just doing the thing.
1: I also say that like I'm definitely confident in who I am as a person. Like I think it took me a while to find who who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm definitely very confident. A lot of my friends have told me like, "Here, you you are like unapologetically you. You are you through and through and I'm like yeah because I just stopped caring again like people are going to judge me and criticize me no matter what because I'm a fat person because I'm an extrovert for many things and I know I'm a tough pill to swallow sometimes but I also (laughs) know that I am me like I know that I'm me 100% of the time I don't feel like I I change around certain people or anything like that I am 100% me I would say around my introverts and partners uh I'm maybe a little less crazy and loud but I feed off of other people's energy so I would say
0: you're probably a reflector somebody that just like I am a
1: reflector yeah I definitely because I I had that conversation recently um with someone about how I tend to not date extroverts and Mm -hmm. I definitely don't have a whole lot of extroverted close friends um because i know that we are draining like i know i'm a draining person i know i can be and that's a normal thing it's okay um but i also know that sometimes people need uh rest from me but also it's so funny because like i have a friend who's also a very extroverted person but we we don't drain each other we have the opposite effect on each other and it's i just think it's interesting sometimes have you
0: have you done your human design i don't think so okay after this i'm gonna after we're done the podcast i'm gonna get your information and we're gonna do your human design because i bet you you might be a reflector like somebody that just reflects back whatever whatever you're around i think so i for sure
1: do because yeah i i think that i which could be good or bad i'm not a socially like um Anxious person, unless I like am somewhere where I don't know anybody, so mm-hmm. then like I don't know what to reflect or what to trust. I'm just like, I don't know anybody in this room, I feel really awkward. I don't, uh. but if I even know one
0: person, I'm like, hey, what's up? see which is so funny because like you just came from the portrait masters with me uh and obviously like you attended different events that I wasn't at but maybe you knew other people at those events like I everyone only had good things to say about you being so like outgoing and like positive and uplifting and like dancey and like extroverted for sure like that was the the main comp yeah after
1: the first party there were a lot of people that were like i danced with you last night yeah that was there
0: everyone would come up and tell me that i'm like cool like i'm not her i'm not her stage manager like (laughs) like i know everybody's like terry did you know kira dances and i was like yeah terry knows i dance <laughs> i'm like she dances me. when she's not at a party so yeah i can assume <laughs> she would dance at a party <laughs> <laughs> so when oh, well, i feel like it's different at a conference full of photographers
1: because mm-hmm. uh it's just a, a different kind of connection
0: if that makes sense because yeah not- i was gonna say if it's purposeful and like you like like like-minded you're like we obviously have this thing in common
1: yeah i don't get anxious around photographers in that sense especially this conference was i would say a majority women too Mm -hmm. and i think that it's also that kind of space i hate to say that but if it was mostly men i don't think i would have been like that Mm. and and i don't know why uh I would say that in my experience like I do tend to in the boudoir world I tend to work with more women but it is a more woman based or femme based um world but I I have plenty of male photographers that I love working with plenty that are amazing great and and in boudoir and nude and stuff like that that I trust and and I'm not saying that at all Um, But it just, I tend to gravitate towards that kind of energy, if that makes sense. I guess a more open energy and that doesn't have to do with gender also, because I've definitely met plenty of people that are not women that have that kind of energy, just an open energy. Um, You know, I tend to gravitate towards people. Like when I met Clayton, it was like, we had known each other for years. When I met, I don't know if you met Nicholas um, at the shoot. I, I guess it's also just a a conference thing now that i just need to find a random um photographer and get them to model nude nude with me at some point
0: you know what you gotta do what you gotta do i'm
1: I'm two for two two. it's just just what you gotta do it's how it happens the next conference (laughs) if you're you're oh and this time i actually modeled with a, a female photographer dude too with mary which i'm excited to see those photos uh because i think they're amazing Um, because diversity and we were talking about diversity she was like you know what you never see like two women doing like a nude shoot together like uh, a sexy one like in the water and i was like oh my gosh she was like let's do it i was like okay so we did it i'm that i i It's hard for me to say no. I will say no if I'm not comfortable, of course, but I love trying new things and doing new things. So I'm always that person that's like,
0: hey, want to do this? I'll be like, yeah, why not? So what kind of like, now that you're like a bit more established as far as modeling goes, like you've been doing it for like a few years now, what are some of the hurdles that you experience now or that you're finding that you come up against that's difficult for you? Um i'm not sure
1: just because like i i feel like i i'm only i feel like i'm limited a little bit because i do have my muggle job so i can only um take so much time off um my muggle job does not know about my modeling um so <laughs> that is
0: <laughs> no,
1: it's fine it's everywhere uh they they're they don't care um it's it's interesting because like I'm not breaking any rules by what I'm doing yeah by standards but you know a lot of corporations and companies like that I I'm not gonna like blast them and let them know because I I am always worried about that but also in hindsight like if if they ever did find out or ever did you know bring it up I would be like it does not affect my job whatsoever you had no idea that I was doing this yeah um so if you want to fire me for some stupid reason and i know it's because of this then good i don't want to work for someone that's like that that's fair
0: yeah and
1: that's how i feel about it i know that that's that's a place of privilege um but i also know that i would figure it out i would probably just start traveling and modeling more um but um i would make it work i did have to do that when um I lost a job when I worked for Tesla, um, and I lost my job there. I had to um, make ends meet, and I basically modeled and did shipped, which is the grocery delivery. So, but I wasn't, that was years ago, and that was definitely before I was at the level that I'm at now. Um, So I was doing a lot of like art modeling job, which I love art modeling, but um, it's it's not amazing pay and also it's just so hard on the body because you're like Mm -hmm. having to sit there for 20 minutes holding the same pose and being fat it's a lot harder on my body because like even if I barely have a leg overlapping a leg that leg's gonna fall asleep after 20 minutes of sitting there so it's just pretty hard on your body so I try not to do as many art modeling things anymore unless it's like um I love working with animators because it's quick or short sessions, um, or like some artists work off of reference photos, um, so I'll like take photos for them, and uh, or do like live Zoom sessions and stuff like that. So,
0: do you um, find do you find being more in the you know as a model on social media and things like that, and like even going to these conferences, like so many people coming up to you and being like, "Oh my God, you're so confident! I love you." Do you find it difficult to manage the expectations that people put on you as like because the thing i notice is like if you exist in a fat body and you put your body on the internet there's the haters of course put those away but there the other people will make you their fat icon which comes with a bit of pressure do you feel that
1: No No
0: <laughs> No Okay i think i compartmentalized
1: in my brain to the point that i just That's amazing don't care. like i don't get nervous modeling like it's so funny because i was telling everybody about this trip um so i went on uh for those listening i went on like a 10-day trip um and the end of the trip was this conference um i started out the trip Uh, in Portland and then went to Seattle and then went to Phoenix and I went to Portland mainly to shoot with this photographer that I have been dreaming of shooting with (laughs) for years and years and years and I was so nervous about that shoot because like I was just like oh my god like this photographer is like and I I don't normally put people on pedestals i was telling someone this earlier like at the conference people were were idolizing a lot you know sue bryce who is amazing like every all these people are amazing i'm not saying that they're not but like if sue bryce walks up to me and you walk up to me and like a third photographer walks up to me and i don't know their name like i'm talking to all you guys the same like obviously i'm more familiar with you because i know you but like i don't know i don't i don't get starstruck as easily i guess maybe that's what it is i'm not trying to be negative about it because i i love i get like that too so i was starstruck with this photographer and i do not normally get like that but i just i've wanted to shoot with him for so long um his name is corin prescott his their work is amazing um incredible work gorgeous gorgeous um and especially their work in iceland every year so beautiful which we talked about so corin if you're listening you're gonna get over there can I go to Iceland with you Corwin please um we talked about it a little bit but don't know um so yeah it's I was so nervous and then once I met him it was like all that went away it's just like the
0: not knowing but like Um, but that's that's you to other people but like when other people are like that to you like do people get starstruck with you have you had that yet
1: you but I guess I just don't believe care?
0: them <laughs> oh you don't believe them
1: <laughs> i don't mean i don't believe them like i know that i'm not like sue bryce level or carrie level so but you I'll, are because you're I'll, hanging I'll with us so me. you must be
0: but i don't know i just uh, i don't again i think i just don't care, care. I just put I just... like something in your head that's going to make you anxious now that you never thought about <laughs> no, i don't mean- no cuz
1: I don't think pressure works that way with me. I think my really? brain just works differently and mostly it's just pressure from myself. It's not really pressure from other people. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly just fear of the unknown. Okay. Um so once there is a known, I'm good cuz yeah, yeah, I was super nervous about working with Corwin. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what if we like go into the woods and I'm just like" oh, my God. Uh- <laughs> opposed like suddenly I just like don't have a body and I just like forget, forget everything you know what you do. um because I feel like yeah I was like what if I do that and I didn't at all it was it was insane I was I wanted to cry it was so amazing and I wish I could have um hung out with him longer and stuff but um He's going to let me know if he ever comes down to Florida, which will be exciting because then we can shoot in the water. I love like water shoots. We shot in this creek on his property and oh, so beautiful. I can't wait to see the images. Anyway, um, but yeah, I I think it's just fear of the unknown for me, but I don't feel any pressure. I think if it's something I'm uncomfortable doing, um, Mm. sure, like if you were like, Kira, for this conference, you're going to be standing you're gonna with- be wearing
0: clothes yeah i'm not kidding, <laughs> I'm not kidding. if you were I know, like i, I feel the same clothes. way this is what i was gonna say earlier when you were telling your friends about how to get naked it's like warn them that once they're naked they're gonna hate clothes <laughs> like absolutely hate clothes i also
1: think it's like an adhd autism thing mm. with clothes because a lot of people like don't Entry. like healing and i'm that way um I think a lot of the reasons why I don't dress up a whole lot is a lot of things are uncomfortable that are more dressy and I just like being comfy in like shorts and a t-shirt and it's not that like I don't like dressing up because I love dressing up and being all glammed up and stuff but it's like I have a lot of sensory issues um so it's just a lot uh, with like a lot of anything poking me, like if there's a tag, if there's like a strap that keeps falling down or something, I have to constantly adjust. It's just so much. So I try to pick clothing now that is comfortable, but if it is more formal looking, I just try to make sure it's more comfortable because if it is uncomfortable, you can tell. I can tell. Yeah. I cannot hide my facial expressions for my life. <laughs> and um
0: which, I mean, Which, does work well for modeling.
1: It <laughs> you're facial mean, for modeling. If I am uncomfortable, you will know. But I'm also a very vocal person, so I will be like, oh, I am uncomfortable. Will know. You will be able to tell in photos, please change this. I'm not going to do it. Um, but, yeah, and uh yeah I think if you were like because I remember we were um we were looking at the wardrobe stuff there was a lot of like caftans and like that's a you thing but that's not a me thing that's and not I was a like, me thing either I didn't pick those oh okay well you're like a flowy flowy fabric person yeah not necessarily a caftan but like and I was like I don't want to cover my body I hope Terry doesn't say yes to this mm-hmm. and like nothing against the caftans like caftans no, are great but like, I also was like yeah no yeah <laughs> <Less clothes. laughs> I, like, I will wear it as a cape I straight up put it around my neck and was like I will wear it like a cape like this because that's yeah, all I know I can play with fabric I love playing with fabric but I don't want to cover up my body because that's like the whole point uh, yeah. um but yeah if you asked me to photograph with like and I would have said if you asked me to photograph with other people because I <laughs> but I did do that <laughs> but I did do that and I did well and you we did amazing did well. I think we all did well because you- honestly I've been um, in other situations where like I'm posing with someone and I don't know what to do but I think it also takes a connection and then just like direction it's all the collaboration of things and it just well, came also
0: to- like nobody in this situation there was uh, for those of you listening there was three, three beautiful humans including Kira and the thing was like none of you tried to outdo the other one do you know what um, i mean like i feel like yeah. there was a good There's balance a of, of um way. personalities which helped significantly like make sure that there were no showboaters essentially trying to be like move it's my shot you know everyone was like do you want to do this Do you want to do that let's do this <laughs> like very open and collaborative and i think also because we were all
1: not around the same size but we were all bigger and oh. different. Yeah. Um yeah, you
0: are all in marginalized bodies and some yeah, because I think when I have posed
1: before with another person, it has been a person that is significantly thinner than me and a person that is trying or is trying to outdo me or both. And it I could tell or I just didn't know them and I don't know because I can't say I didn't know them enough because everybody's been strangers to me. So I don't yeah, know. Like
0: you didn't know these girls. I, don't I, know. Didn't know these girls. I... I didn't know
1: Nicholas. I didn't know Clayton. I don't know. I just like, do it. Habit?
0: Do you have um, energy? So, for like one of the coolest things that I think about um, that you've been able to do is like, well, in my world, anyways, you've kind of made a name for yourself as far as a model. Like, you're. You're well known in the boudoir industry i think as a model Am i wrong <laughs> what I, I don't think, think so. so well you said you modeled for like the aibp retreat one year and like that was forever ago that was uh like
1: a very random chance that was actually because of maya she messaged me she knew i was in miami and she was like oh they're looking for a last minute model ah. for this thing and so that's how i got the model for them
0: so so do you find like now that you're getting well after this last conference of course people will be talking about you then uh and, what, and i think so but um but what would you say to somebody that wants to model but they their body is not the typical body that we've seen in the modeling industry like um i know a lot of people like i get a lot of requests for people wanting to work with me but then they're like very not confident in the ask so I'm like well no because that's you're asking me to do a shoot for you as a client that's different but like one of the things that models have to do when they show up is like give as much as the photographer is giving for a free shoot or a collaboration right Uh, um so what can people start doing if they want to get into modeling um what can what can they do at home to like practice or do you practice or like how do you get better at posing and facial expressions and things like that so when you do reach out for collaboration you know that the photographer is not going to have to do all the work does that is that making sense
1: That makes a lot of sense I would say doing self-portrait shoots I mean I've done a lot of self-portraits on my phone and I take a lot of selfies myself um selfies myself (laughs) um and I during when COVID hit um i was doing a lot of that so i was just shooting in my house and i got a better phone because of it because i was like i want to be able to take my own pictures and practice does make perfect um i definitely practice uh i have my phone facing me when i shoot those so i can see my pose Mm. and see what i'm doing um which i definitely was nervous about shooting with people after a while because i was like i can't see myself anymore i just have to trust them um but yeah, I I just do that. I just have my phone facing me so I can see it on my tripod or wherever I'm at, um, or also posing in a mirror. It sounds stupid and it sounds silly, but yeah. And I found poses that I liked on bodies that looked like mine. And I also found poses on bodies that weren't mine. And I was like, okay, I wanna make this pose mine because I am short. I do have shorter limbs. There are some poses that do not work for my body, but I can also modify them. So they do work for my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I do that and I just, I learned my angles and things like that. There's someone recently asked me what my go-to pose was. A, a lot of people did at the conference and I was like, I don't know. I just kind of move. I don't even,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that like it- when you get used to like just being with yourself to like move your body you're like i don't know i don't know if there is one it depends on the outcome that you want it depends on what is the energy you want it depends on so many different things i Um, also used to be
1: a lot more static with posing like i would be like okay i'm gonna do this Mm -hmm. and then what am i gonna do
0: and then you okay. met terry and terry was like i don't know just fucking move your body yeah <laughs> and, and doing
1: shoots with a <laughs> lot of boudoir photographers with their posing especially since they're posing people that don't know how to pose it's a lot of like touching yourself and just flowing and vibing and i that really helped me as a model because you don't think about the in-between poses mm-hmm. that poses and if someone's going click 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 Like they're going to catch all of that movement. Yeah. And it's all beautiful. And I, yeah, I definitely was. It's like a very, very, very slow dance.
0: (laughs) So when, when you how did you get comfortable seeing yourself in photos? Cause I think that's the other thing that a lot of people um, regardless of their size, that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with, obviously is being okay to see a quote unquote, unflattering photo of themselves. Um, what, how did you kind of get over that hurdle to be open to creative collaboration where you're like, I don't know, this is a weird fucking thing that I'm being asked to do, but I'm going to do it. Cause it sounds cool. <laughs>
1: um it took me a while at first there was yeah there was some times where I wouldn't post that many photos from a shoot because I didn't like a lot of them and again it was my face um most of the time it was not my body which a lot of people it is the opposite and I understand but I don't know I'm just a weirdo I just love my body I loved my body pretty quick on there were a few things that i was obviously very insecure about like my belly and and stuff like that and there were certain angles that i like hated and like um,
0: and then you came to boston and i literally like shot up at you (laughs) and i was like this is my favorite photo yeah 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 the double chin thing like i i definitely
1: that took me a, a while because you know it's really thinking about like no matter what angle you're at like your body is still the same and you taught that a lot of um other boudoir photographers do teach that and that's the thing because I did a shoot with someone and they shot me from an angle that made me look like a lot heavier than I am and At first I was like, oh wow. And then I was like, oh wow, I actually love that. Like I liked it. And and that's the thing. Like your body's not changing. The angle is. And you need to learn to love your body at every angle. And even, you know, shooting down, shooting up, shooting from different and I think that's really what helped me. But also like seeing the photos. I loved photos that a lot I would, you know, show my partners or my friends. Um, I don't show my <laughs> my partner that I live with I love him but he says every photo is nice <laughs> so I don't really show <laughs> I'll like my husband you can hear me uh but he just he thinks everything's great that I do so like he's not uh, a <laughs> but I'll show you know my friends in most of the photos that I love they were like yeah that one's great but like look at this one and I'd be like oh god no um <laughs> so any of the pictures that I had the oh god no reaction on I started sharing on my social media yeah. because I was like, these are the ones that I personally don't like, but so-and-so said they like it. So we're going to see how it does. And like, I'm not talking about like for likes or comments, but like just putting it out there and like knowing that it's in the interwebs and like, it's being viewed. And
0: you're still alive. And, yeah. Nothing and bad. you're happens. still loved right and here. you still have your friends. It like reinforces your brain. Like, look at it's okay like this body's not as bad as you make it think there's there's so many factors with
1: social media like there's some photos that i'll be like oh my god this is literally like the best photo i've ever taken to date and i'll post it and like three people like it and i'll be like i still love it i don't care Mm -hmm. um it it took a while to get past that because a lot of people are about the likes and stuff like that but yeah um so i just i just post into the void and i'm like okay next one because like i want to share everything and i want to put that out there and like we're we're getting a very small trickle of the stuff from phoenix but like so far it's gorgeous and stunning and like i'm obsessed and everybody's gonna be sick of the angel wings because i'm just gonna it's gonna be everywhere
0: because there's so things were
1: so fun they were so fun like and those are,
0: are from home heart like that's
1: everybody's first question were they heavy those were really comfortable wings like those were so fun to pose in i wish that i could have some but like it wouldn't make sense for me as a model because like they i would how
0: how travel what i could (laughs) have you could have had those i left i left them there for sue but yeah she was the lady at home spun hearts was like do you want you can keep them I was like, well, I can't travel home with them, so you could have taken them home. But how would I have traveled with them? That's the thing. Oh, well, they like, pack I... up into a little bag. Do they? Yeah, but it didn't fit in my suitcase. I already had two suitcases.
1: Oh my god, I would have literally
0: shipped them home. Well, maybe, maybe she'll sponsor you again in the future. I, mean, I sold those wings, Terry. I you sold. Did. Maybe we'll just we'll just be in talks with her. But We're um fun. Last but not least, before before we go, do you find that like getting over that part of seeing yourself opened you up to being able to be more creative in having photos taken of you? Like, like once you got over like the fear of seeing your belly in a certain way or seeing your face in a certain way, like did you find that once you were like, I don't care, <laughs> that all of a sudden you were able to like take bigger risks when it came to posing or facial expressions or things like that?
1: Yeah, because I think that was holding me back before. I think I would only pose like, like in in a box. Like I would I would only pose in this little box. And then once I realized like there's so many poses that are out like on that box, outside the box, away from the box, nowhere near the box. Like it's it, it just it just turns on a light, I guess. But it's hard to explain until you do it. So it's something that people just have to it's really about trust um and Mm. that's a thing you know collaboration and trust and just you know when we when you came down to Florida and you were like stand over me I was like I don't know I don't know how this is gonna go but Terry I trust her implicitly so whatever Terry (laughs) I know you're some of my favorite photos from that shoot like those were so cool and like I never would have thought to like stand over someone and have them shoot up at me because in the past it's been someone like shoot like it just looks like they're shooting at my nose but mm. like you just have to bend down a little bit for it to not be like an up the nose shoot yeah. um and and it's really just yeah but it's also i'm sure there were some photos of that look like you were shooting on my nose but you didn't send me those so that's fine and that's the thing you have to accept that there's going to be photos you like and photos you don't like but they're all you and mm. they're all great and they're all of your body
0: so that's that's why I'm like it's just that was a split second like literally a documentation of that very split second in that moment that's what you look like it's not good or bad it just is what it is and it also shows
1: personality because I think a lot of people don't really like there's the Instagram version of a lot of people and then there's the real version and I want to blur that like I want the i mean i feel like the instagram version of me is me because i just post sometimes i just post weird photos or whatever but um i want more people to feel comfortable being themselves and embracing the weird um and embracing the different because i don't say when i say weird about myself i don't mean it in a negative light like i just mean i'm different and i'm unique and i like that about myself i don't mean weird in a bad way like i love being weird um i i've always been described as weird and i used to think that there was something wrong with me but it's not it's there's something wrong with other people if they say it in a mean way Um, yeah and that's the same thing i mean i was afraid of trolls for a really long time but even as you know I don't think I have a whole lot of followers on Instagram but like I definitely am more visible especially reels. Reels seem to be a lot more visible. Yeah. Um, so I started getting hate on one of my reels from posing from Phoenix and it was just random. It was like high school kids being yeah. like oh you know shimu, or whatever but like I just delete them. They don't affect me at all but I just think it's crazy because like a lot of people I think think that like i'm gonna get like thousands of hate comments but it's literally like one Mm. every like few months but there are people out there that once you do get on someone's radar or like say a big site posts you or something like that it does bombard them but yeah you just have to work through it i am i've been fortunate enough not to have that happen to me i'm sure it will at some point because i'm a fat person on the internet that's happy about my body and i love myself so it
0: makes people so mad
1: but like i just don't again
0: i just don't care like it's not (laughs) if you take nothing else away from this podcast my friends say just don't care just don't care and and
1: i know that's hard to do but it's
0: but just it's so liberating to
1: do just think about the big picture and think like these people don't affect you they don't know you it doesn't matter they don't
0: like it just don't care my thing too is like when when because i can't i i have a hard time with not caring but instead what I always remind myself is like this isn't for them this is for the one person that needs to see my body to help them realize that theirs is okay like I just kind of re I turn it around a little bit it's not about me at all it never is like the things people say about you both good and bad are not about you at all.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I've over the years, I've definitely had a lot of people, people I didn't even realize I was Facebook friends with, um, from like high school and middle school being like, and, and these aren't people that just have bodies like mine. These are people of all body types and sizes that are just like, I just love that you're embracing you and you've helped me like I booked a shoot for myself or like I wore a bathing suit the other day because like that's a big thing like bikinis like I only wear string bikinis y'all like I don't because one pieces don't fit me right because I'm so short they just fit me weird and so I've always worn two pieces like I don't remember how long for a while I think the last time I wore like a tankini or a one piece was in like high school but like college on i've worn bikinis and i just stopped caring because again people are gonna make fun of- i'm a fat body whether i'm in a bikini or a one piece so yeah. might as well be like hey going hard gonna go all the way <laughs> you've got so i don't do anything here. i
0: do everything full, full ass okay <laughs> I love- really- but like just that like you've got so many quotes here this is wonderful <laughs> uh the i'm a fat body whether i'm in a bikini or a one piece i love that it's true though i mean that's the i think that's what people forget like
1: even if you're trying to cover yourself like there are going to be negative thoughts out there if they're out there so might as well do what you want to do like i have a you know you know sabrina and she her fashion she is so much more fashionable than me I love her fashion sense she tries to help me but you know (laughs) I'm all about being comfy um but she has like the most beautiful closet and all of her clothes are so fun and you know a lot of she she told me she was like I'm a I'm a fat person like people see fat no matter what so I'm not afraid to be loud and out there because they're gonna stare anyway might as well give them something to stare at like hello and that's i feel the same way it was the same reason why like i was worried about getting a lot of tattoos and stuff like that um because i was worried about getting booked as a model because i thought like I was thinking very small box and I was thinking a lot of photographers don't like tattoos because they take away from the art. They take away from the naked body because I have seen some photographers that are very like anti tattoos and stuff like that. But in the boudoir world, like at, at Phoenix, like I, for those listening, I have two pretty large thighs tattoos thigh tattoos now and I got them both within the last year so I don't have a lot of photographs with them um yet but I do now uh and so many people were like don't cover the tattoo I want to see the tattoo I want to take it can I take a close-up of your tattoo so um, I just love that because I I was worried about being branded as like an alternative model but tattoos are a lot more commonplace now it's like it's good and I want to showcase that I want to be myself and i want to be covered in tattoos like i want a lot more tattoos
0: so get ready everybody get ready so last very last thing what is on the horizon for you what do you want to do with your modeling do you want to go full-time with modeling what do you want what are you doing what's happening I would love to go
1: full time with modeling, but I also want to teach, you and I have talked about this, I really want to educate more about working with models and consent and safety, Um, and so I have been working on something, I'm hoping to be able to present it at some point um maybe in vegas um but for sure if i can i i'm definitely going to commit from here on out to phoenix and vegas every year at least because i know that i can do that with my job for sure um just the way that it is now if things change with my patient i don't know but as of right now i feel like i can at least commit to those two um and it's I'm excited for that I but I really do want to talk more because uh in Phoenix I I didn't get a chance to really have meaningful conversations with everybody like a lot of people got to have like service you know like dancing conversations with me um but uh the last day a lot of us were hanging out in the lobby and I hung out in the lobby and got to talk with a few different groups and I told them about We just got to talk and they were like i wish i could have done this with more models like i feel rude going up and shooting this person that you don't know i want to have that connection Mm. and i was like yeah it would be kind of great if we could have like you know like a little mixer or something where you can meet the models and get to know us so that way you can have that connection because it was so fun seeing people's personalities come out more as they shot us because like the first day they would be like Hi, I'm Becky. I'm from here. Nice to see you. Let's okay, uh, let's shoot. Um, but then they would be like, Hey girl, I was dancing with you last night. Let's yeah. do it. You know, so it was, you know, that familiarity. And I think from both sides it was more playful and more connection. So um Ooh. I think there needs to be more of that in the industry, more getting to know you and stuff like that because the connection is deeper and and it's what you know, photographers do with their clients. So when working with models, it makes sense that you would have that, um, yeah. get to know them before you shoot with them. Um, not everybody's gonna have that luxury, but it would be a cool thing to do at conferences and events like that if we could.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and we were talking about how, um, you know, before like one of the big speakers, so people can't escape it, um, having like a model like me Uh, just say like the do's and don'ts of working with a model on the floor because instead Mm. of it just coming from uh, an educator I mean which I would be an educator but you know what I mean coming from a photographer it's coming from the person that they're gonna shoot so I think it'll be instilled more in their brain and have them understand more because then they'll see my face and be like, oh, I remember Kira was talking about, you know, make sure when, when you come within the five feet space of someone, you are asking for consent, you are explaining what you are doing, you are waiting for the okay, yeah. um, those kinds of things. And then, you know, that being like a little demo and then being like, okay, if you want to talk more about working with models and consent and safety and everything, like I'll be doing something on this day at this time. So I think that would oh. be a good way to do something like that in the future.
0: Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Well, I'm excited for it. So, where can people find out more about you? Where can we go? Do you have a website? Do you have an Instagram? What? Are, how do they get a be- hold of you to photograph you?
1: Instagram is definitely the best. So, my Instagram is Kira Leilani. Terry will spell it somewhere, I'm sure. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, my email is the same. So, kiraleilani at gmail.com. Um, but Instagram is the best way to reach me. So message me, um, anything on there. I am on Facebook, but I do tend to only add people that I have met personally. in it. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I would say Instagram is definitely the best way to contact me or my email. Um, I am in Florida, but I do travel, um, pretty often. Um, I love shooting in Florida, but I will definitely be in Vegas. So if anybody's going to be in Vegas, I got to plan that i will definitely be also trying to have a shootout like we did last year in vegas so i want to try and do that need Amazing. to plan that yesterday so uh working working on
0: vegas <laughs> beautiful well, I feel like, it's like tomorrow yeah it's like three months four five months away i don't know yeah yeah it's, it's good. anyways thank you so much for being on the podcast thank and you for yeah and we'll talk to you soon bye